0: This podcast is a segment of the book Godly Grit, scheduled for publication in late spring or early summer 2021. It will be available at Amazon as a Kindle ebook, in paperback, and as an audiobook. We pursue a solution where we see a need, we become complacent where we do not see a need. We all know of multiple areas in our lives that require change. We live with the belief that a little effort here and there will accomplish all the needed change. Redemption is a meaningless concept if we do not see a need for redemption. If we do not see the need, we will abandon contentment and cling to complacency. Redemption is the action of saving or being saved from sin, error, or evil. It is the regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt. Through redemption, God offers us a life of contentment, but we most often choose the life of familiar complacency. We are aware that there is a reality far superior to the one we are experiencing, but we are comfortable enough to refuse to leave our comfortable areas. As recorded in Romans 8, verse 22, To this day we are aware of the universal agony and groaning of creation, as if it were in the contractions of labor for childbirth. The redemption problem is, is that we desperately need it, but don't realize how much we need it. In 375 BC, Plato wrote *Republic*. In this work is recorded an allegory about a cave. This parable is a story about a group of people that live in a cave deep beneath the earth's surface. They are chained to the cave walls and can only see the wall in front of them. People walk by the entrance to the cave, carrying objects that cast shadows on the cave walls. These shadows are what the cave dwellers define as reality. The cave dwellers do not want to leave the cave, as this is the only reality they know. If one did escape the cave and experience a new existence, the sun's bright light would hurt his eyes and he would run back to the cave. If one of the cave-dwellers were forced out of the cave, they would become angry and experience pain because of the sun's overwhelming brightness. If, however, one would escape the cave and remain in the new bright world, his eyes would slowly accommodate and he would begin to see a new and superior reality. He would still not understand all aspects of this new reality, but he would know it as To the reality he experienced living chained to the cave wall. As his eyes accommodated, his vision would progress from seeing shadows to seeing reflections in the water to seeing people and objects. If this freed prisoner were to return to the cave to report his findings, he would arrive with a sense of blessing for his new experience and felt pity for those still chained to the cave wall. As he enters the cave, his eyes that have been accustomed to the light would be blinded by the darkness. The cave dwellers would believe that the returning prisoner was damaged by his time outside the cave and would respond with rage to anyone trying to encourage them to experience life outside the cave. This parable of the cave is an excellent image of the issue with redemption. There is a reality of wonder to be experienced through righteous living, but we remain comforted by the familiar shadows on the wall. Our affluence has brought us some incredible high definition shadows. We do not feel comfortable leaving the cave. We will shut down and try to restore those who encourage us to experience a world outside the cave. On a recent trip to see our grandchildren, my wife and I drove north on Highway 217 in northern Oregon. We followed a new white Mercedes sports car that still had the paper DMV sticker on the back windshield. In the car were a young man in his early 30s and his female companion. The car was beautiful, pearly white, with fancy gullwing doors. As we pulled up to the spotlight and signaled to turn left, we saw another young man in his early 30s. This second young man was standing on the side of the road with a cardboard sign that read, Need money to get home for Thanksgiving. Within my field of vision were two young men of the same age. Both young men were in desperate need of redemption, but one was more aware of his condition than the other. No wonder Jesus taught in Matthew 19 verse 24. In fact, it is easier to stuff a heavy rope through the eye of a needle than it is for the wealthy to enter into God's kingdom realm. Satan does not have to entice us to commit horrible sins to knock us off course. He just needs to see that we are comfortable in our complacency and busy with our distractions. Redemption means to gain or regain possession of something in exchange for payment we need to be redeemed. Christ paid the price for our redemption so that we can live the image of God in our lives as He first intended. As recorded in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 12, For now, in this time of imperfection, we see in a mirror dimly, a blurred reflection, a riddle, an enigma. But then, when the time of perfection comes, we will see reality face to face. Now I know in part, just in fragments, but then I will know fully, just as I have been fully known by God. We need redemption from ourselves and comfortable complacency. Ephesians 1, verse 7, Since we are now joined to Christ, we have been given the treasures of redemption by His blood the total cancellation of our sins all because of the cascading riches of his grace colossians 1:14 for in the son all our sins are canceled and we have the release of redemption through his very blood titus 2:14 he sacrificed himself for us that he might purchase our freedom from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people who are his very own, passionate to do what is beautiful in his eyes. 1 Corinthians 6.20. For you were God's expensive purchase, paid for with tears of blood. So by all means then, use your body to bring glory to God. Psalm 130, verse 7. O Israel, keep hoping, keep trusting, and keep waiting on the Lord. For He is tender-hearted, kind, and forgiving. He has a thousand ways to set you free. 1 John 3.16 This is how we have discovered love's reality. Jesus sacrificed His life for us. Because of this great love, we should be willing to lay down our lives for one another. Are you aware of how much you need to be redeemed? Are you grateful For the redemption provided to you? Do you realize that you require as much redemption as the worst sinner? Are you living with the awareness of your redemption? We are all tempted to turn our backs on God in similar ways, but don't forget the next part of the verse that He has provided a means of escape. God provided the way of escape through the work Christ accomplished on the cross. He has paid the price for our redemption. We no longer need to be chained to a cave wall, interacting with shadows and reflections. The image of God in us is fractured, and we need redemption. Because of the work Christ accomplished on the cross, we can now renew our relationship with God and live the image and the life that He intended. God has promised that the work of redemption in our lives is an ongoing process. Philippians 1 6. I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return. Our redemption is not dependent on what we say, what we do, or our good intentions. Our redemption is dependent on Him. Ephesians 1.7 In Him we have redemption, that is, our deliverance and salvation through His blood, which paid the penalty for our sin and resulted in the forgiveness and complete pardon of our sin in accordance with the riches of His grace. Even though... We are the product of generations of chained cave dwellers. We are free, because of the cross, to escape those chains and live as God has intended. 1 Peter 1, 18 and 19. For you know that your lives were ransomed once and for all from the empty and futile way of life handed down from generation to generation. It was not a ransom payment of silver and gold, which eventually perishes, but the precious blood of Christ, who like a spotless, unblemished lamb was sacrificed for us. Stop and pause. Be thankful for the redemption that has been purchased for you. Colossians 1, verses 12 to 14. Your hearts can soar with joyful gratitude when you think of how God made you worthy to receive the glorious inheritance freely given to us by living in the light. He has rescued us completely from the tyrannical rule of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom realm of his beloved Son. For in the Son, all our sins are cancelled, and we have the release of redemption through his very blood.